0: Welcome back everybody to the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chance Watson, with you as always, your other host, Taylor Wells, episode 97, the Connor McDavid episode, coming at you like Connor McDavid does coming through the neutral zone at a flat footed defenseman.
1: And just absolutely fucking waxing your eardrums.
0: <laughs> just putting your eardrums flat on
1: their ass because just- they did not pinch well
0: absolutely yeah how are you gonna pinch on Connor mcdavid
1: that's impossible you have to literally like the only hope that you have for that fucking guy is to literally just like (laughs) get a good you know circle you know so you fucking button hook and just try to keep you know you got a button hook like fucking while he's behind the goal line and you're at the blue line but then you might have a shot
0: I would even, if I was, if he was coming on me one-on-one, I wouldn't even try. I would just try to bear, like tackle him, like just bear, just like take hockey's penalty. out the window. I'll take the penalty. Like <laughs> I will do whatever it
1: takes to take you down. The funniest, the funniest penalty I've ever had called against someone else on me was some dude doing something similar to that. Like I just had a full fucking head of steam. And this guy literally like the ref talked to me after the game. And he was like, if they had a penalty for like, the superman that's what this kid just fucking did (laughs) but that's all that's the only way you can stop mcdavid and and, that's that's you know apples to apples i am mcdavid now apparently right absolutely yeah i mean
0: basically uh yeah just slightly less successful um in the in the professional hockey i uh i mean i didn't even have any points this weekend so no um, no you had zero zero points on the weekend no plus minus though so yeah even, even even plus minus which is good
1: yeah, I mean that's you know that's what I was going for. Stay at home D.
0: So <laughs> we have to talk. We have, we actually are going to talk about a stay at home D later in this episode. Sure are. Uh, but as you guys, as you listeners, first off, absolutely thank you guys for listening. New listeners, welcome to the show. Uh, we are absolutely happy to have you here. A shout-out to the Hockey Podcast Network, which we are now a proud member of. Happy to do it. Uh, shout-out to DraftKings and our new sponsor from uh, the Hockey Podcast Network, Raycon. Uh, we'll be giving you guys some mid-roll ads from them later in the show. Please remember to subscribe to us on whatever podcast that you're on. We really appreciate that. Leave nice reviews. Uh, any guys, Anytime you guys have any requests, questions, comments, concerns, uh, shove up your hat. No, I'm just kidding. Uh leave them. Leave them, tell us. We're we're widely reachable. We're on Facebook and Twitter. All the fun places. Uh uh where so anytime that you guys wanna give us shit, uh we're we're welcome to have it and give it back at you. That's right.
1: Don't absolutely. don't don't give us shit though and then think that we're not gonna fucking hand it to you back on a Right. Platform. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's not we're gonna be like, Oh
0: what a nice listener.
1: Wow. <laughs> uh tell all your friends about us after they just said fuck yourselves, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not gonna happen guys. So
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We're, we're definitely going to come back at you with guns loaded. Uh, speaking of uh, episode sponsors, once again, uh, what we are going to talk about here in the beginning of the show, uh, two, two ones. First off, Fire Chief John Miller coming back to us once again, supporting the show, putting his money where his mouth is. Mm. And uh, we actually have a very specific request uh, for the sponsorship this week. Uh, Fire Chief John Miller would like to raise awareness to Condom
1: awareness
0: week. Hmm. <laughs> no. There you go. Uh, a condom condom awareness week did not know what happened, but it makes total sense that it uh, falls off from the week of February 14th to the 21st. I believe that's Valentine's Day. Something like that. Yep, yep. Uh National Condom Week is from February 4- 14th to the 21st, and uh there are several different ways that you can participate in the event. Uh, raise awareness with it. Uh, partner with your local media, uh, medical care authorities, and organize campaigns that educate people on condoms and their uses. Uh, well, <laughs> condoms do have many uses, folks—not sure just for do. sex.
1: You, Water balloons. That's, uh,
0: a very, very handy, versatile, uh, versatile things they are. Uh, you can also make flyers and even distribute condoms to people who attend your rallies and seminars. I, actually, reminds me of when I was going to Nor- Actually, both both U of I and an I C they celebrated Condom Week. Do you ever get? Assailed by one of those people that were throwing condoms at you in front of the, the, the student union building.
1: Dude, they took one look at me and they were like, This guy's not having sexual intercourse. Let's be let's save these. Like they're like passing them out to the people in front of behind me as I'm walking down the street they were like they're like, Have a wonderful day. Yeah. <laughs> you, sir. You're doing the Lord's work already. I can tell you that. <laughs> look at this. Look at this guy. <laughs> look at this fucking look at this guy. noob. <laughs>
0: You walk up to, hey, I'll, I'll take one of those. Nah,
1: yeah, no, 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 no. Ah, that's funny. The, the 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 Jesus person handing out condoms is like, I have more sex than you, bro. Like, right? Let's be honest here.
0: <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Uh, number two, you can share it on social media. Let everyone know that the, the importance of the day. Spread awareness on the benefits of using condoms as a contraceptive and explain why in detail, in extreme detail. Mm. It says that right here, extreme detail in the in the website. Why they're most effective. Uh, you can read more about the history of contraceptives. Uh, boy, that would be very interesting. That would be a good documentary. Uh, and then five facts about uh, condoms that will blow your mind. One, skin condoms are not effective. Oh. Animal skin condoms that were used in the early days were not effective as they were highly porous. Uh, there are female condoms too. Mm-hmm. So uh, this shout out goes to any of our female listeners out there. There are female condoms too okay uh in the 19th century they were very expensive they were only uh, a For thing sure. that the elite the elite could get sure. um number four <laughs> I, i'm not making this up says sex is better many say that sex is more enjoyable with condoms as they feel a sense of protection and know that the risk is almost nil oh i don't that's that's that's, that's total i think that's enough i think that that's what that's called an opinion yeah,
1: yeah, uh, but... Yes, yeah. I mean, unless you have, there's like, they, they make the rings, right? You know, so they, they have the yeah. rings at the top. Like, may, maybe I could see that, but who knows?
0: Yeah. yeah. And then uh, last but not least, uh, double bagging is not effective. Oh, I shit. did not know that that was a thing, but here it. we are.
1: My whole fucking world turned upside down.
0: <laughs> You're like, at bare minimum, at least. If I just throw another one. I just throw another one on.
1: Yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah, I just want, I I don't want to feel a damn thing. <laughs> Want to, you know. I mean that's one way to add girth, though, boys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: especially with the ribbed ones. That's right. There you go. Double ribbed and studded. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> somebody will have fun anyway. That's right. Not you, but no, definitely not you. No, definitely not. So, so uh, condom awareness week, folks. It's coming up here soon. Shout out to John Miller on that front. Uh, uh, two beautiful children of his own. He has.
1: Yeah, there's only two times in his life that <laughs> uh, it hasn't yeah so i mean you know i mean his track record is pretty good right i mean that's you know two two times it's probably under one percent right so
0: is he shot is he is he, is this like a veiled thing of like have two please celebrate condom awareness week folks <laughs> <laughs> only have two he c- Man, calls so. us up his his child is just screaming and scream crying in the background trust me <laughs> <laughs> Cond- <laughs> condoms are important Use them. <laughs> I, you know,
1: I, I want to think that just coming from the fire chief that, like, condom awareness is important because the people who start fires regularly Don't shouldn't condoms. be having children, and they're the ones not having con- wearing condoms, right? So I think that's probably where that comes from.
0: It's very it's very true. I think, uh, actually, in fact, uh, uh, Chief Miller, he's going to have, you know, when they go out normally with the boot, you know, oh, they're, yeah. they're just going to, they'll be standing out there, they'll be handing condoms out.
1: Do they have a station to help you like to show you how to put them on or yeah like, yeah absolutely okay
0: yeah that's yeah, uh yeah. that's the proby's job the the new the new guy, the new guy. at the station the proby his job is to uh, uh, take take the person into the the community room that they have mm. very nice new building I actually I have a I have a brick on the front of the building that says my name on it oh uh, it's it's it, oh it's very it's very nice brick because uh, you were the presenter at one point. No, well, I wrote a lot of stories about that firehouse, but no, I, I gave them money, yeah. uh, like anything. Yeah, I, I gave them money, and and because of that, I got a nice little brick. There you go. Um, th- there's a community room. They pull you off to the side. They close the blinds so the people on the highway can't see you. And uh, whoever the newest person uh, on the on the crew is, you have to you have to show them Ban- bananas and all.
1: Okay, a whole bushel, huh? A whole bushel, a whole bushel of them. Ugh gosh that's
0: all, the, all the, the local high schools they just file in with their sex ed classes
1: there you go yeah honestly so you know there that was one of the reasons i did not become a fireman so
0: but uh
1: yeah that's for a story <laughs> for another time i guess
0: yeah that is for another time that is very true uh last but not least folks Uh, we're very excited, very excited, uh, to be introducing this. We've been kind of working on it for a little while now. Uh, first episode might be a little premature, but, uh, you know what? If you're wearing a condom, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was, that was, that was a good turn of phrase. Folks, we are now officially partnered with the Hub Tavern out of Spokane, Washington. They are an Anchor Alliance member, uh, a Seattle Kraken Anchor Alliance bar, uh, Folks I cannot say enough good things about the Hub Hub Tavern. It feels like your second home. It is the legit OG hockey bar in the Spokane area. Uh, everybody, you, you walk in, you feel like home. You're welcomed by everybody. Uh, if you're a Detroit Red Wings fan, you might take a little bit of uh, a, a little bit of flack. but you know what? It's all out of good fun, and everybody there is just an absolute fucking gem. Uh, I can't say enough good things about the Hub Tavern. I mean, outside of Michigan,
1: there's pretty much a ninety-nine percent chance that if you are a Detroit Red Wings fan, you're going to take shit at a bar.
0: But <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. so just uh, be prepared. The Red—I don't think I told the story on the show before. The uh, the Red Wings fans at the bar—they uh, we all chipped in at there, and we we purchased a neon Red Wings sign. And <laughs> Dave, the owner, just just a awesome guy. Uh, Dave. Uh, is a huge Blackhawks fan and hates the Red Wings with a fiery passion. Right. Uh, but we installed this LED Red Wings sign in his bar Beautiful. when he was gone. And, Beautiful. <laughs> and this, I want you to, to understand, like, this is the level of how cool this man is. He see. He comes in, he sees this sign, and he acknowledges that we put it up pretty good and it's in a good spot. Instead of, you know, get, like anybody else in this world, you get angry, I fucking hate that team, take that shit down. This man goes out and buys a neon sign that says "sucks" and then hangs it over the Red Wings sign. Beautiful, fucking, that's fucking textbook, dude. The level of petty I love so much. I just, I it fills my heart
1: with warmth. So for for this Christmas, so twenty twenty three Christmas, uh, they I don't know if they still sell them, but they used to sell goal horns that you could fucking buy right, and every time like Red Wings could be you know, 600 miles away playing somewhere and the goal horn will go off whenever they score. That's definitely Christmas, 2023.
0: So, so it, fun fact, they have one of those uh, back when we were in college, we had one of those bud light goal lamps, right? Mm -hmm. I I think it was bud light, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So you if you're not familiar with this listeners, uh, it's a bud light goal lamp, like a hockey lamp that goes about, that goes off over uh, the net in games. And, you can program it to go off anytime a specific team scores. Well, at the hub, they have one of these lights, and it's programmed to go off any time a goal in the NHL is scored, except for the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> <That's> beautiful, <laughs> so beautiful. Good. I, good. I appreciate it. He's a good sport. Dave's a great man. Uh, that place is is truly. Any anytime you walk in there, you automatically start feeling better. Um, it's the it's the bar that looks like it's built into a house and has a hockey net out front.
1: And they have ice cold beers, right? Ice
0: so. cold beers. Uh, in fact, it is, uh, the hub is the first place where I tried a Bitburger. Oh, Bitburger beer out of Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll, maybe one day we can talk to Dave and he can explain why. But he was he was in the military and he was stationed out there and he drank a lot of Bitburger back in the day. So he made sure that his bar has it.
1: Good. For him. yeah,
0: oh, delicious, delicious beer. Great place. Um, they always make sure you got popcorn, their merch is top, top notch. Uh, listeners who follow us on Facebook and Twitter, you might have seen, uh, we were we brought one of the hub shirts down wearing we're in, uh, Dusty Bender and hub merch down in Mexico, which is a perfect transition into why we did not have an episode last week. Uh, your co host, right here, Chance Watson was down in Mexico, enjoying uh, the the Mexican sun and the surf and the beach and uh, catching some rays for as best as I could and uh, going broke on Islama Harris.
1: And your other co-host was running a sweatshop.
0: Yes, so. yes, you are you are now you've you've gone from working in the sweatshop to running the sweatshop.
1: yeah, I making leaps and bounds, man. It only took me how old am I now? Uh, it only took me twelve years. There you go. Yeah. So just uh, count your stars, folks.
0: Just in time for ChatGPT to uh, automate everything. That's I mean yeah. Uh, yeah
1: I'm pretty <laughs> much I'm pretty much a robot now. This is this is ChatGPT. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just Chat ChatGPT is typing out our scripts now we're just reading from a script at this
1: point that's right it's pretty good though so good for that robot it's not bad i haven't i
0: haven't complained once with it oh, yeah. um yeah mexico mexico was cool um shout out to snappers sports bar hey. on isla Maharis. they were able to not only did they put hockey on they put it on their big screen in the back oh, um fuck. oh yeah it was like their big projector like in the back room where they put the super bowl on and stuff nice dude. Um, was able to throw some hockey on they put uh, both no no cracking games on, but I got to watch a really awesome heated Boston game between Boston and Toronto. Sick. Those games are those games are always great. Yeah. Um and it was. It was great once again and got to see Boston whoop up on Toronto again. Hey,
1: there you go. Man, it doesn't get much better than that.
0: I don't think Toronto like at this point, like do Duron- Toronto fans like, even think they'll ever beat Boston again.
1: I honestly don't. Like, I'd be curious to see what their viewership is for those games because at this point, Toronto fans have to just know that they're going to lose, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, there's Just no tell way. me the there's,
1: score on my app. Just forfeit. Yeah, they forfeit. Just forfeit. Rest the guys. It's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for them.
0: Yeah, it was great. Great game. Uh, shout out to snappers down there. Had a great time. Watched some hockey down in Mexico. Didn't think that was. Lots of hockey fans down there
1: surprisingly lots right? of hockey
0: fans down there yeah incredible incredible a yep. uh, lot a lot of kraken fans a lot saw a lot of kraken merch down there um yeah it was crazy i uh, had no idea a lot a lot of canadian tourists so there was a yeah. lot of like maple leafs fans and canucks fans um in fact i i ended up having a conversation with an edmonton fan and a Can- vancouver fan hey there you uh, go yeah at a pizza place god you wouldn't think i guess it makes sense you know you're not you're in Mexico. You're not going to see a lot of Mexican food restaurants because that's what they eat every day. But God, pizza, pizza place on every block. It seemed like.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just a good, it's a good time over there. That Isle Isle Mujeres, That's a good little spot, huh? That's a oh,
0: that's a I, I can't recommend island. it highly enough. Yeah, was was definitely. absolute blast. Definitely. Great little island. Yep. Okay, I think uh, I think we got all through our housekeeping stuff. Anything else there? No, I think we're good we talked enough
1: about condoms and beer. That sounds like a good start to the Dusty Bender podcast. It sounds like a
0: standard start for us. That's right. All right, jumping into some Seattle Kraken talk. Obviously, uh, the week week that we took off was actually not too bad because there wasn't any Kraken hockey going on. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the biggest Kraken news coming out of that was uh, the Kraken snub for the All-Star game. And uh, now, firmly cementing that uh, we fucking hate the Vancouver Canucks specifically, Tyler Myers. Yeah,
1: no, hundred percent. I think uh, <laughs> I think if there's anyone that I hate in this world, it's Tyler fucking Myers. So yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I I just the kid, the kid, Matty Beneers is going to be the call. Like he's running away with it. Yeah. Like it's not even. I don't think I just saw the odds this morning. Like he's the only one that has like I think he's minus one ten to win it, and everybody else is like plus thousand
1: yeah I, I mean the only like, the only other two guys that we've even like had discussions about were Logan Thompson who Aiden Hill started to kind of kind of take some of those starts yeah. away from him uh well
0: in Vegas is we can talk a little bit about Vegas but because stone stone just had back surgery yeah I I didn't uh,
1: realize that's what it was I know this is a way you know going off on a tangent here but I didn't realize that's what it was but that's not good dude
0: no let's in fact going off on a little, I mean let's let's go off on it like Stone, like, it, it goes to show, like, because Stone's not, like, he's not an elite goal scorer. Sure. But he's a glue guy. Like, he he's your he's your Ryan O'Reilly. He's your Jonathan Tays. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean,
1: the, you know, there's a reason, I think, and we're seeing it more and more every day, that Jack Eichel couldn't just walk Buffalo into any sort of fucking relevance while he was there. And it's because... He, he just—he might not be a leader, dude. He just, might you know, he needs those other guys like a Mark Stone, in order to have some good, you know, good chemistry with the other guys around him or something. Like, you know,
0: I think we've discussed that. But I think the best example here that we could look at is—I mean, I don't think anybody's going to disagree that Jack Eichel is a pure goal scorer. Sure. But the dimension to his game, like, I don't think that it's—you know—it took what ten years for Ovi to refine his game to finally where he became a team. You know, before it was, we've talked about this time and time again on the show. How many times can you picture, like, mid to early 2000s Ovechkin? Here's the move. He cuts, he'll do his little stutter step through the neutral zone, and then he pushes the blue line, and then he does that power move between the boards and the defenseman who tries to pinch. They lose every time, and then he cuts in and scores. Like, it was like clockwork. Yeah. Like, he always did it. But his game was so one dimensional, and he was so worried about only being the goal scorer that he never he never back checked. He was not a defensive player. Sure, I remember in an interview in the mid you know the mid teens, like Ovi talked about refining his game. Like he ended up you know being a better overall, well rounded player. Well, I think, and that's what helped his
1: team. And I think Trotz brought that out of him. Right. Yep. Like, I think, I think, you know, like eventually, I mean, it does, it's like, it's like with therapy, right? Like you got to want the help. You're right. Right, But I mean, I think, I think in general, trots brought that out of him to basically be like, dude, if you ever want to win a cup, you can be the best goal scorer. It, it, there's a very good chance you're going to be the best goal scorer, potentially of all fucking time.
0: Right. Like, but if you want to win a cup, but if you
1: want to win a cup, you gotta, you gotta play hockey. You can't just be that kid in fucking AAA when you're growing up that just fucking sits at the other blue line right. and hope that the puck squirts to you and you go down and fucking score, right? I mean, like, not saying that that's what Ovi was doing, but, it, you know, to an extreme, right? It, he would use all of his energy
0: to walk, you know, he would he would make a drive down the ice, through the neutral zone and in there, and whether he scored or not, if he didn't score and the puck went the other way, you can guarantee that Ovi's not back-checking. He's yeah, going to the bench. 100%. Now, but now he plays into a system where, you know, he's he's actually a decent playmaker now, too. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's what my fat ass was doing this weekend. It's because I am way out of shape. And so I could not skate three more strides into the fucking defensive zone. So my fat ass got off the ice, bro. But, I mean, you know, but, but yeah, to your point, right, like, I think, I I, I don't know, I haven't watched enough of Eichel's game, and, I mean, I think, you know, having the back surgery and shit like that has, you know, I, I, fuck, I haven't even really even seen him play in fucking however many years, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but I think, you know, I think you're right, I mean, I think there are times when those, you know, quote-unquote superstars need to kind of figure out some of that stuff, and, um, yeah, I mean maybe that's what it is because I got Eichel on both of my fantasy teams right now and since Stone went down, Eichel has basically been the one that needed to step up and it's like he went absolutely
0: fucking quiet. So So I've been I listened to I spent I had a lot of time on the plane, uh listened to a little bit of uh, my favorite Vegas Golden Knights podcast, Sinbin. Um, before I'm gonna ask you this question and then I wanna kinda blend it with what they were talking about. Um since Stone went down their last ten games, Vegas is two six and two. Yuck. Are they? If and the, the the news is is that the chances of basically how McCrimmon put it is that Stone's chances of playing again this season get better if Vegas makes the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Meaning he's basically done for the season. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to make the playoffs without Stone during the season, this here's my question to you: Are Vegas sellers at the deadline? Or are they? Or are they buy? Do they do the quintessential Vegas Golden Knights thing, where they just throw stone on IR and go get Timo Meyer? I I don't think I
1: don't think McCrimmon in general is going to say that they're buyers, right? I don't think that Vegas fan base is going to accept like a sell off. I think that's what I think that's what they should probably. I mean, they kind of did that with like the Pacioretty stuff, uh, but then they're bringing in fucking Petrangelo, right? I mean, like
0: they did not know that. In fact, they looked they looked really bad when that happened. They're looking good now. Pacioretty with back to back torn Achilles tendons, he's probably done. He's probably done done. Yeah,
1: he's probably coaching a fucking mini mites team.
0: Yeah, he's patches isn't coming back from uh, two torn. I think it was the same one too. Yuck, dude.
1: Fuck, that sounds
0: horrible. That sounds so awful. I can't even, I don't even want to picture it. Like, it sounds so terrible.
1: I, yeah, I think if I'm a crimen, I'm looking at the two teams that realistically, you know, not, not necessarily even wildcard teams, but if in stones the Stone's position-
0: out, you're not making the playoff. Like, you're 2-6-2, and two, and the, it, Sinbin just put an article, of all the teams, Vegas has the hardest schedule at the, toward the, to the end of the season But who, of any team.
1: But who do you sell? Right, like
0: who 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 is who's the guys that you're looking to kind of shake you up? Clean right? up your goalies. You clean up your goalie situation for sure. You're sitting on you're sitting on Logan Thompson, Aiden Hill, Lauren Brassois, and Dickhead, Leonard.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: Like you you only need two goalies.
1: Damn, I didn't, I forgot about
0: fucking Brassois. Yeah. Um. So you you clear up you can clear up some space there. Probably Alec Martinez is gone. Um, you're you're finally gonna have to break up the misfits. I think you know, that's right and, where I'm looking. Yeah, so Carlson and and Riley. It's Vegas has no picks, so it's you know what do you do? I I don't think that that's what they. I think that's a smart thing to do. Sure, but I don't think it's what they're gonna do. I I genuinely think that they'll they'll try to do what they tried to do last year. They're gonna put Stone on IR. They're gonna use that cap space to pick up Timo Meyer or. Oh, who's the other bell of the ball
1: I mean you don't like it but Larkin has
0: also been in talks
1: but I think I think you know they Kane,
0: you could say Pat yeah Larkin Patrick Kane is yeah, has, has yeah, been thrown out good. there like and the, and then what they'll do is they'll do the Kucherov thing where Stone comes off of IR right when they make the playoffs and they'll try to play you know 16 over the cap
1: I mean here's another idea I I yeah because you're right they they think they're still going to be buyers i think i think they're just the you know the gm is just going to think i need to do something um and i don't and selling is just doesn't seem like it's been an option for them since they came into the league right so i just i don't see
0: it being the year that they do something two, six, like that and two ain't, two, six and two ain't gonna cut it man I, like I, I, this is agree. you can get away with 500 calgary's gonna get away with 500 they're five three and two and they'll probably take a wild card spot yeah. but two six and two ain't gonna cut it you got Edmonton hot on your heels yeah
1: no and, and I don't disagree I think I think another thing another option that we could potentially see is a shake up so you're bringing up Meyer I, Meyer is the fucking prize I don't I, I can't even think of anyone right now that I would you know I mean Meyer just scored again tonight right like I mean he's got 30 he's not you know he's probably top 10 in goals if I had to fucking throw a number out there for you but um I could see them, like you said, shaking up the the misfits, right? So you shake up the misfits, you shake up maybe some of that D. But then I do see him still wanting wanting a fucking Timo Meyer, right? You know, yeah. so I yeah, I don't know. I I think that that I don't know if that's even an option that they would take or if it's their best option because I agree with you. I think it's technically sell, right? See what you can get. See if you can even get some. This is a deep deep draft this year, and so maybe see if you can get some even some second rounders or something. You know. Um, if you have to, but yeah, but, but I mean, to your point, right. I mean, going back to Logan Thompson, I mean, he's, he, he started losing some starts to Aiden Hill. Right. So, I mean, you know, when you're thinking of, you're thinking of that rookie race, like, you know, he's, he's slowly working his way out of that talk. And then on top of that Vegas, yeah. Two, six and two. Uh, yeah. I I
0: mean, they should be sellers. That's just not, I mean, they're, they're, being, they're roughing up Nashville tonight but Nashville is you know one of those teams that's aggressively mediocre sorry John Miller um Nashville's probably you know if they limp into the playoffs it's it's it, you know what are they gonna do um but we'll see so yeah I'm I, if I'm a golden Knights fan I'm feeling deja vu right now and it's and it's it's just crazy to me how Mark stone is so integral to that team mm-hmm. oh yeah like he it's it's night and day like that. He goes down and that team is just not the same. Yeah, I don't know if it's a locker room thing. I don't know if it's an on ice. It's probably both, honestly. Like he's, uh, from all accounts, when you, you I'd never met the guy, but it from all accounts, everybody says that he's dude, He's just a stand up dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he's one of those guys that's excited to be at the rink.
1: But I mean, wasn't Pe- I mean Petriangelo's more worn a freaking. You know, I don't know if he's yeah. wearing the A there, but like. I mean, you hope some of those guys can step up in his absence, but it just seems like you know this this happens, right? So like last year too, right? Like you know Stone and Patredy, I think both went down, and it was just like, well, fuck, like you know the the you know a guy like Stone is is holding this fucking team by the the bootstraps, right? I mean. Hmm. So, yeah, I, that's a huge loss for them. And I think, I it, like like you said, they should really look towards selling, see if they can get something out of some of these guys. But I, I just, I don't know if they will. I just honestly don't think they will. So, let's we'll
0: see. I just, if you if you go at that, I don't, I, I, I think you're right. Because I think the fan base would be very upset if the Misfits get. And they would. They would. But, I mean, you, just you know. As, just as much as you got a uh, lash back from Flurry, you know. Right. Yeah look, uh, yeah, look how well that's doing.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you you mean Leonard's not playing well? <laughs> Oops.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Hindsight's 20-20, I guess. Sure. Okay, yeah. D- went off on the tangent on the uh the Golden Knights, but that that's fine. We can talk about other teams sometime. Sure. Um the Kraken. Kraken uh due to uh Maddie getting uh conked from Tyler Myers, uh using the using the All-Star break to rest. Uh, the NHL proceeded to go ask Jared McCann if he wanted to come to the All-Star Game. Uh, to which Jared McCann replied, "I'm going to Hawaii to get engaged. Fuck you."
1: Hell yeah, good for him. Yeah,
0: and then and then uh, I I think I think what did happen because uh, it was it was it was Gary Bettman himself mm. that asked him, and uh and then he mooned him. Oh. McCann mooned him.
1: So, good, good, good. Yeah. good.
0: After after he said, "Fuck you, Gary Bettman. Mm. Uh, I'm going to Hawaii." And
1: Bettman somehow tried to spin it into this is positive for the NHL. <laughs> um, <laughs> everyone wants to this be is, here. McCann just had something else going
0: on. Uh, the the, uh, the so, but instead of going on to the next person, because like I mean, there's you could make an argument for uh, Burakovsky. Burakovsky, yeah, for sure. You could easily make an argument for for somebody on the team. Uh, but instead of doing that, they just went to the Golden Knights and picked Chandler Stevenson.
1: Well, I mean, a, a good player, not an all-star. Sure, but I mean, Gary Bettman definitely did not like seeing white butt, so right. he had it out for the crack. He
0: didn't want to see McCann or butt, yeah. and uh, I think I think that burrowed into his mind. And he was he was too upset, yeah, and uh, just said, you know. But then he painted it as a positive. He's like, you know, most of our most of our surveys with with our viewers show that uh, they didn't want Seattle players at the all-star. Yeah. That sounds right. <laughs> All even even the Seattle fans, they said that it was fine.
1: Yeah, I. You know what? There's three things that everyone in the NHL really enjoyed this year. It was the board ads, Seattle not having a uh, representative at the All Star game. And in the TV deal and the TV deal. Yeah. I just, I think, yeah. I think we're all in alignment that those are all good things that we all wanted. So that sounds right.
0: Fucking we were, deserted. God, dude, it was so bad. Uh, it's, uh, ugh. he is just, anyway, I, I don't know how that, I don't know how they fucked that up. Um, but so yeah, uh, the Kraken were even, even though the Kraken PR team was there, uh, for no reason, uh, <laughs>
1: well they already had tickets I dude. yeah they, they already had, had tickets, tickets and they still.
0: booked hotel rooms yeah, show sure up fucking know. fucking buoy was there getting getting into it throwing dukes with i did uh i did uh the one thing that i think i do enjoy is the mascot game yeah i know that's strictly for kids but it's it, it is fun yeah
1: it, it is definitely fun all right yeah it's yeah that's whatever
0: yeah but we can get to that we'll talk about the all-star mm-hmm. stuff in a second but um so yeah, uh Kraken not at the All-Star game. Maddie rests up. Uh he he did he is back. He did make it back tonight. Uh well, in spirit, I think. I mean, um, he was
1: there physically, but mentally yeah. I don't think anyone on the Kraken was there for the Islanders game, so.
0: New new uh we're recording this at 7:30 uh on Tuesday and the Kraken have uh officially been shut out four to nothing Oof. by the by the new Bo Horvatted uh New York Islanders. Yeah. Uh, they definitely have not gotten over uh, their their All Star break um, very mu- It we we got to see a lot of nice pictures of everybody on beaches. Got to see Grubauer and McCann and everybody. It seemed like half the team was at McCann's uh, engagement party in Hawaii. So um, let's let's just hope that uh, it's a it's a you know they're coming off a road game, uh, coming off a vacation and just didn't have their legs under them. Too much sun and a lot of beers. Uh, yeah, uh, We, you and I, before the mics went hot, we were looking at the replays of the four goals. I, I wouldn't say that a single one of them was on Jones.
1: No, no. I, I mean, y- you always want a little better than four goals, but I think, yeah, I mean, uh, number two, the second goal is just the epitome of what uh, that game, but in general, our issues with the defense have been all fucking years, and he's wide open in front of the fucking net Mm -hmm. like just it's horrible defensive play and uh you know even the guy we're going to talk about here in a second i mean you know fuck man like at some point you gotta just man i don't know it's a system thing right at some point you gotta just look at it and say this is a fucking system thing or a or a laziness fucking thing i don't know
0: hoping that it's just it was just Break, you know, b- break fatigue, sure. break. You know, they they, they hadn't hadn't get, gotten up to game shape yet. Everybody was slow, and uh, it probably most likely whatever happened was is everybody was on their respective beach and they flew to bro, you know, to New York. Probably. Like they didn't yeah. like meet beforehand or anything. Sure. Um, probably they probably had a practice, but you know that's just not gonna sure. not gonna get it. So. Hopefully they just get their legs back from under them. Hopefully that this isn't uh, a, a sign of things to come because that would be very. Disappointing.
1: Hopefully they get bag skated tomorrow. Probably,
0: probably get their legs back under them. Sweat out all the all the alcohol all the toxins. Yeah, all the all the yeah, sir. cocainey. Yes, yeah, sir. Maybe maybe the hack can actually uh, whip them back into shape, so to speak. We'll see. <laughs> I you know it's it's funny because when I, when we were down in Mexico, uh, the girlfriend and I we were at Snappers and we were watching these games, and even because there wasn't there wasn't that many games during the week right like leading up to the All Star break there was like this weird the NHL continues to fuck up the schedule and there was like two games on Monday one game like every other the like Kraken haven't played in like eleven days. <laughs> And for some reason, uh, Carolina's playing Buffalo on a Tuesday. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Girlfriend was literally like, why why are they playing? I'm like, yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're correct there. Yeah. Uh That's so funny.
0: She's learning hockey. She's picking it up real
1: fast. There you go, man. Get her on some skates soon. Yeah,
0: she's she's learning just as quickly that we know that Gary Bettman's out of his fucking mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a couple shots of tequila in Cancun, she was yelling "fuck Gary Bettman" with the rest of the bar. <laughs>
0: Fuck Gary Bettman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good, that's a keep. That's a winner there. You
0: know, you got you got a good setup. Yep, that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, um, so uh, basically, only cracking news left. Uh, uh, injuries. We were suffering some pretty significant injuries uh, going into the All Star break. It seems like. Um, at least physically, every, most everybody's coming back. Yeah. Um, there is one that we're who was thrown onto IR. Uh, good question. I mean, I want to say Susie, but that's not
1: right. No. Yeah, I I don't remember exactly. Somebody but, that we're like kind of worried that is probably oh, not Schultz? coming back. Are you talking about Schultz? Schultz. Yeah, yeah. it might have been Schultz. I, I mean, they have him listed as day to day, but. Um, I think you know, kind of segue into what we're going to talk about next. I think that's why they wanted to shore up the blue line a little bit, or it could be Donskoy. I think Donskoy's been out all year. Same with Trigger. Oh, okay. So, okay. um, yeah,
0: but, yeah, it's it's one of those. It's either Schwartz or Schultz. Yeah, they're kind of worried. So that that uh, that addition of uh, which leads us right into uh, the only the only big news, uh, the smaller trade, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. uh, the Kraken. Make a trade with the San Jose Sharks. Hey. Uh Taylor, tell us a little about it.
1: Yeah, Jacob Megna. Uh with a with a J A Y just to be fun, you know. Uh just to throw it up a little bit. Just a big body, dude. Like It's a big boy. Yeah, it's, it's a big boy. big boy. Um originally drafted by the Ducks, which I think is hilarious.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh I, I think actually the other Megna is technically I think it's Jason and Jacob. So I think I think Jason is playing on the Ducks currently uh which mm-hmm. is which is kind of interesting brothers and then but yeah just a big big body stay at home d i mean just just with the crack and need another you know slow big defenseman uh but this is totally just a a a quick trade a fourth rounder i think seattle even got to be able to be like you know hey you know you get either this fourth rounder or another fourth rounder they had they had an extra fourth Um, and so they had a certain timeline that they had to tell San Jose, which fourth it was going to be, which I think is just tells me that San Jose was just like, yeah, whatever fucking fourth you want. Like it doesn't fucking matter. Mm. Um, but you know, a a good stay at home defenseman, which I mean, we know that the team needs, we didn't see it tonight, but we, uh, you know, hopefully we'll see it going. It seemed like the
0: whole team didn't play tonight.
1: Yeah. I mean, the whole team just, you know, decided to leave the front of the fucking net open.
0: Uh, but yeah, Left Jones, not... Left Jones
1: way oh far, just man. high and dry man. Um, yeah, I think I think this is just another. And when we were kind of texting about it, I think he's just a third pairing tops kind of guy, or you know, and then a seventh.
0: Uh, he was skating with enormous uh, trophy. Yeah, yeah which Norris.
1: is pretty, which is pretty crazy. Which tells me that you know, if Schultz is ready to come back, and when when Schultz does come back, that might be a spot for him, depending on you know of of who Larson and Alexiak are, uh, who's playing better. Right, you know, shake that up a little bit. I think Alexiak is technically a right shot, so I might want him on that right side, anyways. Uh, so maybe throw him on the third pair and then put, you know, a, a guy like Magna as like the the you know the the ying to Schultz's yang or something. I don't know. Right. Um. But yeah, just I mean, that's a depth D move, but at the same time, right along the lines of what we've been talking about. I mean, that's you know, it doesn't mess with the core doesn't mess with any of the team that's been winning games right whether or not you're a, a Grubauer or Jones fan we've been winning games um you know but at the same time it shores up some of that defense which that's their that they're not as deep on that defensive side right I mean if it was a forward that you know I mean maybe you know a guy like Burkovsky or Berniers goes down for the rest of the season that's obviously a big issue but I mean you know you lose a guy like even Schwartz or uh you know so, someone else along those lines like fuck someone you know there's still some guys that you can kind of just plug in there on the forward group so yeah i think i think it was a good move i I mean i guess time will tell right like he's got to get comfortable with the team and stuff too but it's good to see that he was playing with carlson i mean he's obviously had a little bit of success even if it's you know on a shitty san jose team but um, so not not a bad pickup i just it doesn't really move the needle for me and and if that's the only move that they do, then it comes to fruition. You know, like we were talking about, Francis basically just decided that this team is fine, you know, just shore up the, the, the bottom pairing and the, you know, a little bit of the defensive side of things and see where see how far this team can go in the playoffs. So, um, yeah, not, not a bad pickup. I don't, I don't, he doesn't move it offensively for me, but
0: he doesn't move the needle really too much. I mean, he'll help on the defensive pair. Well, we hope so. Um, Especially providing that depth, uh, sure. where we've talked about where the guys are just puck watching. So, sure. um, unfortunately, we did see a little bit of that tonight, but uh, hopefully that corrects. Yeah. Uh, Seattle Kraken PR posted an hour ago that Andre Burkowski will not return to the game.
1: That is a big loss for them. That's that's huge. That
0: could that could be an issue and uh, possibly make the Kraken buyers.
1: Yeah, could could easily make if, them buyers if he's
0: out for any long term.
1: Yep, could easily make them buyers. So
0: that would be that would be very interesting and they do have some cap space yeah they do um
1: yeah I mean like we always preach go off of point percentages right so I know I know it's a fairly close battle at the top of the Pacific right now but if you look at the gains in hand uh, Seattle you know I think it's three or four less games than uh, both LA and the Knights if I the last time I looked so yeah, yeah. I, I mean yeah I, I definitely I put some fire underneath Francis if, if he's down for any sort of significant amount of time, so we'll see.
0: Let's see, let's see how it goes. Um other than that though, not much else Kraken talk, right?
1: Not really. No, not really. Gotcha.
0: All right. Well, I think it's time for our two ads today.
1: Ooh.
0: Uh first up, DraftKings. The DraftKings. Yes, yeah, sir. So, DraftKings.
1: Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. 57, wow. It's crazy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that sounds like such a huge number. It's craziness. Mm -hmm. Uh, Has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour super boosts. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern. Updated for Pacific Time. I believe that's 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific Time, Mm -hmm. if I Mm -hmm. am doing math correctly, to see what prop bet will be boosted. Uh, I don't know about you, Chance. I know you're not not a huge football guy, but for me, uh, we're actually going to be hosting a quote-unquote Super Bowl party. It's going to be pretty much like three or four people and it's just an excuse for me to drink beer and and uh, watch some funny commercials realistically but uh definitely definitely some good picks i mean this is going to be a pretty good super bowl this year so we're going to have the kansas city chiefs and the philadelphia eagles two good mobile quarterbacks i think going to be super interesting to watch both of them uh in Hertz and uh patrick mahomes yep um so i think i think actually a lot of this is going to come down to the running game as much as those quarterbacks are are good quarterbacks I think uh you're, you're you know you're really kind of this is what happens in the Super Bowl right this is a, it's a running game for the most part so uh definitely definitely some good picks there it's hard for me to bet against Patrick Mahomes uh, as much as I yep. want to see you know hurts and the Eagles pull it off I think I'll be putting my money on the the Chiefs but I agree. Uh, I think at the same time you know it's not a bad underdog bet this year I think the Eagles have looked really good and uh, man, Jalen Hurts can just take over a game. So you just never know. Uh, so definitely uh, get those picks in and definitely use DraftKings in order to make those picks. Uh, so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Again, that is put $5 down and you can get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network, THPN. Uh, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. We'll get those in there. You sure will.
0: All right. I'm going to be excited for the Super Bowl. I always like to watch it. I'm, I am one of those people that just watches it for the commercials usually. Yeah, me but too. Me too. Um, and the good food, a re- right? It's always good reason to have some drinks. That's right.
1: That's right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, folks. It's this time of year. Where you you know you set that New year's resolution, but uh, we're coming up on the time where boy, uh, might not might not be so resolute in your resolution, oh. okay, It's fallen through you're really struggling with it uh, in my in my personal case it would be with working out mm. um, you know you set that goal uh, and uh, honestly I can't make it to the gym or run or anything if unless I have a good pair of headphones uh, I am I am that person at the gym that has cranked uh, the earbuds up to f- a thousand and uh, has to listen to it pretty much on full blast to the point where uh, my ears are ringing afterward. Um, to each their own. Some people care about sound quality, whatever that (laughs) is. Um, But in this case, if you are one of those people, maybe you should check out some Raycon products, okay? Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Uh, Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low-latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. And yes... Raycon start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of the other Guys, I, I definitely am one of those people myself. I have one of the big, you know, over the, the muffs over <laughs> the ears. Yeah. And then I also have a pair of running headphones. So definitely a good plan to have. Even if you know that you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, because I do have a pair, Raycon wants to make sure that you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options. Every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. that's nice Uh, like i said they've they've got plenty of options for all the stuff that you want crystal clear audio quality water and sweat resistance for the people who use them for working out custom gel tips are the perfect and most comfortable in air fit awareness mode noise isolation earbud tap functions and three customizable sound profiles boy this uh these ray bands are uh at Raycons rather, Ray-Bans, ha, I was thinking <laughs> about the, I was thinking about the, uh, the rip off, uh, Ray-Bans down in Mexico <laughs> where like they put, they just took like $5, $5 shades and stuck a Ray-Ban sticker. Perfect. It. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, Raycons, lots of options here, fantastic audio quality. Folks, when you are ready to buy something small with a Are you ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off buyraycon.com slash THPN.
1: Perfect. I mean, you you know, if you if you're wanting to watch the Super Bowl and bet on it a little bit, you can just put it on your headphones if the kids are asleep and put it on your Raycon headphones. Right. So
0: or if you have one, if you're one of those crazy people that has like a family Super Bowl party and just want to tune everybody out, just throw on throw on some ones with the noise isolation. What is Uncle Chance doing in the corner? Oh, he's listening, but he's
1: just don't bug him kids just don't he doesn't don't
0: he wants to watch the game without us here
1: but we're here so ha that's right if you press <laughs> any buttons on his phone on DraftKings, he will smack you in the head with his raycon so
0: that is that is very true he has a lot he has a lot of money on this game so. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 the, the uh, whatever whatever is determinated in this game will determine whether or not he eats this week there you go there you so go So he needs complete concentration <laughs> Is it top ramen or is it caviar? That's exactly, yeah, that's... exactly. God damn it! All right. So moving on. Pretty much the the big news coming out of uh, the break and whatnot. Uh, the bell of the ball, one of the bells of the ball for the trade deadline goes early and kind of sets is kind of setting the tone for the rest of the trade market as we inch closer to the trade deadline coming up in what a month,
1: Taylor? Yeah, March third is the March trade
0: deadline. 3rd. Yep. Uh third. Well, and we will have our our. Uh, trade deadline primer episode here in uh, probably a week or two and then as always we will have our trade deadline recap episode that we we always title uh, in, in honor of our favorite player future considerations.
1: Yes, yeah, one of my favorites for sure.
0: God, oh, definitely need to go get uh, a, a considerations jersey yeah. for sure because um, he's played for basically every team I think. That's a great question. Honestly like he, he is
1: only beating Yager I think by like 20 teams and that's impressive
0: yeah so yeah it's pretty good <laughs> or or is that more impressive for yager well,
1: you know yager's the fucking man so
0: he is he definitely yeah. is uh so uh beau horvat captain of the vancouver canucks traded to the new york islanders sure uh do was. you have the details on this
1: trade? yeah so it was for uh anthony bevillier uh, Atu Ratty so Bevilier we'll just jump back to Bevilier real quick yep. uh, just a younger guy just a winger I think I think they kind of were a ex- goal scorer yeah they were expecting a little more out of him I think they're marketed as a goal scorer yeah I think they're expecting a little more out of him but uh, you know at the same time he, he just might need a change of scenery I think it's, it's going to do him really well uh, Atu Ratty so he was supposed to be the uh, first overall pick I believe last year uh, might be, might have been the year before that, but uh, yeah, really, really good player. He just kind of had like a bad draft season, uh, and so fell a little bit to the Islanders. But playing like a like a first overall pick this year, so this is a this is a pretty good pickup actually for Vancouver. I think he's he's an interesting player to keep an eye on if you're a Vancouver fan, especially. Uh, good good matchup against Beniers, you know, down the road I think. Uh, and then a first round 2023 conditional draft pick. Not sure exactly what that. Condition is going to be, but Vancouver should, you know, get that first round pick. I think, I think it probably has something to do with the Islanders making the playoffs and Bo Horvat scoring every other goal or something along those lines, probably. Right. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. Big pickup, honestly, honestly, a pretty even trade. I think one thing that you, you did bring up before we kind of started, started recording this today, this does set the tone, right? So we know what a essentially, you know, top six, uh, you know, captain of a team, Right, I think we know exactly what that center is going to go for in this year's trade deadline, and I'm glad that it happened now because we have a month to kind of, you know, hopefully get some GMs, you know, a little a little shaky in their boots. Uh, Definitely, you know, get them get them kind of the juices flowing. They can have a few beers with their other GM buddies and uh, start start those talks up. But yeah, this is uh, I think a good a good a good haul for Vancouver. But I think it really does put the Islanders into a spot where. Who knows, man? I mean, you know, who knows now? I think this was this was probably one of their weaker points. I think, I think some people, especially Islanders fans, would argue they maybe didn't need, uh, you know, a, a, a centerman like this with Barzal and uh, and Brock Nelson. But I think it gives you that option to move. Um, you know, Matthew Barzal is is probably more of a winger. I think in general in the, in the NHL. Uh, so this gives them, a, a, you know, they can move him over if they need to. And we know Brock Nelson can play left wing, right? So. Um I think this is I think this is good for them as well. So yeah, definitely definitely a good a good trade. I mean, I think just a good hockey trade. You want to see that stuff. So
0: sure. Um, if I'm an Islanders fan, I'm I'm sitting at 59 points right now. The threshold for the wild card is 59 points, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm right in the thick of it. Sure. Um, I, my team is buying, so it, it my we're giving up we're not selling. We're getting with confidence. We're trying to stack and we're trying to we're trying to push for a playoff spot. So I'm, I'm happy with that if I'm an Islanders fan. Uh, he, he re-signed later on for 8 by 8 8 by 85 eight eight 8x8.5. Okay. So uh, for some reason, sometimes the, the NHL just takes a while and the news doesn't get out, uh, but we knew that Bo Horvat was going to the Islanders, but we didn't necessarily, that the, the, his term was kind of a mystery. It didn't come out until a little later. Uh, GM Lou Lamarillo was asked about it, And uh, he said, would not give specifics on Bo Horvath, quote, it's too long and it's too much money. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. It's a tweet of the week. That is tweet of the week. Uh, Tweet of the week coming from uh, Steven Rossner, sending that out Uh, with the golden quote. It's too long and it's too
1: much. Pretty much, I'm fucking tired and I don't want to talk to you fuckers about this because I don't want to hear about it ever again.
0: And that's a very funny quote because, like, every GM is going to say that about every player. Like, you know, like, uh, th- th- you could, the GM could always be paying his players less money to get more talent on the team. <laughs> and, and in this case, like, he's, like, I'm, he's, pro- like, he, this was obviously a bit, like, tongue-in-cheek. But at the same time, like, I'm sure he was really hoping that he could have gotten him for m- way less money.
1: Well, and I think so. Someone else brought it up. I think uh, he did get the Barzal for something, something, uh, something along those lines, right? So he's, you know, he's got, he's got essentially fucking 16, 17, 18 million a year and two guys. And so that definitely hurts his drawstrings, right? Or, or I guess the owner's drawstrings. But um, yeah, what it a, just, a, I mean, <laughs> this is classic Lou, and I love it.
0: Lose. You think it gets him in, you think the addition of Bo Horvat gets them in the play?
1: I think, like, we have been talking about with this team, the thing that they have needed is just some, you know, they they still have the Palmieri's, they still have the Parise's, right? So they needed some goal scoring, and I think, I mean, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. They needed
0: some goal scoring from this era? <laughs> Fuck. Because the two gentlemen that you just named uh, have not, not been elite goal scorers in 10 years. <laughs> Yeah, they needed
1: some goal scoring that couldn't play in the NHL right now. Right. Yeah. No, I, I so I, I do think I, 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 I'm curious to see if they're done. Uh, so I think I think this still this team still needs a little bit on the back end. Uh, but man, with a goalie like Sorokin, you know, what they needed was some some assurance up front and man, I mean, the way Horvat's playing this year and that leadership. Right, I think not to not to take anything away from Anders Lee, but uh, you know another leader isn't going to hurt. Um, you know, I think this is a good move for them. So, does it push them into the playoffs? I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at Washington, I'm looking at Pittsburgh, I'm looking at you know teams like Buffalo and Florida. I mean, it makes them competitive with those teams, especially with what they have in. I mean, Ilya Sorokin, if he if if he had some goal support this year. I mean, his numbers are not Olmark numbers, but they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're, they're fucking good. So, I think this this team definitely just got a little bit scarier uh, for a lot of those teams over there in the wild card race, and and specifically, you know, just in the East in general. And so, yeah, I think I think you know they weren't playing that bad to begin with, and then they just added a guy that can put the puck in the net this year. I mean, did something over the summer and figured it all out, right? So. I think this is this is definitely uh, a, a team to keep an eye on. Might as well push for it,
0: right? Might as well. Yep. Absolutely. Well, and I, I think I mean, looking at goal differentials right now, you can pretty much draw the line at you know any Ottawa and down. Mm-hmm. So Ottawa, Philly, Detroit, Montreal, and Columbus are pretty much out of it at this point. Sure. Um, which leaves Florida, Buffalo, and the Islanders uh, to fight up. You know, right. like their bubble teams. Right. Um, and God, you, you just got to think that Florida's going to make a push, right? Yeah, I mean, with the way Kachuk played at the
1: All-Star game, I know it's a fucking throwaway game up in Rochester, but right, it's, I mean, that kid is stupid good, so who knows what he can just drag a team to. Uh, sure. So, I mean, you got to expect a push from Florida, and worst case... They did just stomp on uh, Tampa. Fucking stomp Tampa, and then I think Tampa lost again tonight um that's concerning yeah it's a little concerning if you're a if you're a tampa i mean at the same time right i think they you know they sent vasilevsky to the to the all-star game they sent uh, i believe kucherov was there uh you know so i mean you know pff, you know that's fatigue as well and then to just play back-to-backs monday tuesday as coming out of that that's a little tough but yeah I, I i mean you're not wrong they should be i mean losing to san jose 4-3 after getting absolutely fucking trounced by the panthers they got to be a little concerned they just they they can't do that for the rest of this week even no. you know so um no yeah but no i think i think islanders definitely can definitely can make a nice push and shit they showed it tonight against the against our,
0: our boys so i think Ho- i think horvat's going to be an excellent addition to that a team big time i mean I 27 think it's, right? it's it's, it's yeah. yeah oh yeah he's prime of his career he's going to he's going to do quite well with that team um, I'm th- I'm thinking like uh, like a comparable player like a, a healthy Max Pacioretty you know sure. like he's we're shooting we're shooting for you know I I think I think thirty goals is a, a good a good goal for him yeah. if that makes any yeah. sense
1: definitely
0: perfect all right um, moving on uh, it, so kind of talking a little bit about that uh, the All Star weekend you know yeah. it's <laughs> we don't necessarily want to go into it because our our opinions of the All-Star game and weekend have been made very clear on the show. Um it sucks, it's boring, it's for kids. No one tries anymore and I think from the little stuff that I did see in the All-Star weekend, it's it's just, it's getting worse. Like literally even even the like the game, the game's always been kind of half-assed for a while now. Um but the comp is at least you know been taken semi-seriously now now they don't even now it's not now it's a joke (laughs) let me let me let me play devil's
1: advocate a little bit okay there was there was two events uh that i did kind of like and then there's one in the skills comp that i did like as well um i liked the in front of the ocean a pretty decent crowd and they're shooting pucks like it's, it's that game you always played at Chuck E. Cheese with the balls and then shoot it into the fucking teeth of the, the tank drop.
0: Yeah. But that, that wasn't a skills competition
1: event. I mean, but I mean, that was no. just for fun. No, but I mean, it, it, I mean, it kind of is right. I mean, if you're thinking about it, like, you know, you got, you got a certain amount of time and a certain amount of pucks, you got to knock all the surfboards down. And then you you get a sweet little dunk tank, and you get to t- try to freaking dunk the dunk your buddy. Um, right. And I think in front of a, a pretty decent crowd, and then with the backdrop of the fucking ocean, man. I mean, uh, that one I didn't mind. I think I think they're all corny as fuck, but you know, I think something like that is just so Florida, which I liked that right. And I liked the dunk tank aspect. I think that's uh, you know I fuck. I mean, I'm a I'm a red blooded American. I like dunk tanks you know so uh i I didn't mind that one uh the the other thing from that event too was we learned that shisterkin has an absolute fucking snipe with the goalie stick which i think is which is pretty cool to to see he was just absolutely smacking the surfboards with the pox, it was just great dude um shooting it (laughs) shooting it like it was a fucking you know player's stick that cost 400 dollars, and he's just sniping the surfboards i think that was great would, um, you, would you stop saying nice things about the All Star Game? Please? This so there was only three things that I liked about it. So <laughs> I just, I real quick. Would you stop? It sucks. We hate it. <laughs> the, the, the only the only other event that I think they I think they did a poor job with it this year, but I think they could definitely do something kind of interesting. Uh, you know what? Maybe future All Star Games. I'm a big golfer, and so I liked the uh, pucks into the hole. You know, so they they shoot the pucks, and it was just funny to see like it's funny to see all these like little guys like Clayton keller shoot a puck and try to you know get it close to the green and uh you know i'm looking at it and i'm like man i feel like i could fucking shoot it as far as they fucking did you know so uh but that one that one was pretty I mean, it's just clever right i mean that's like you just think of florida and it's sunshine events
0: that's not like the, that's not like the sanctioned skills competition.
1: exactly right so i mean you know that stuff is it's just fun i think and uh, so I, I
0: like You can do those things at any time, like that. Sure. Like the Florida Panthers' should, PR team should be going out there and doing that all the
1: time. And maybe they do. I don't. I've never been to a maybe. Panthers. Has anybody been to a Panthers game?
0: I don't think anybody has. Yeah. No.
1: no. So so the PR I, team. Has... I, haven't,
0: I haven't met a single soul that's been to a Panthers game. We'll have to. We'll have to jump onto our uh, vast array of. Uh, podcast network that we have and, and see if anybody's actually been there yeah
1: i mean yeah well that's what i'm saying It's like maybe the pr team has been doing this kind of fun shit and we just haven't seen it mm-hmm. nobody's Fair seen impossible. it you know um Fair but then so to your point the only the only one that i liked from the actual skills comp and i think i think the accuracy shooting one is interesting to see uh you know i think i think mcdavid still should have won it i think kadri cheated but uh, the, the accuracy one is interesting to see just gonna you know, how good McDavid is. I mean, fuck, I think he I think he shot on the final. I think he shot five pucks and hit four targets, you know, which I think is fucking sick. Uh, I like the goalie goal from behind the goal line. I don't know. I've never seen him do that one. Uh, and I think that, that was definitely an interesting one. It's interesting to see. You know, that's one that Mike Smith, if he wasn't just washed and completely dust at this point like i think that'd be an interesting one to see him do right so that that was really the only event that i that i kind of liked obviously the breakaway shit was garbage but it it always is garbage it has been for years let me
0: bring let me bring you back to reality on this because even though we love those events like we we've made it very clear that these are not the actual all-stars of the league like there are there are better players that did not go to this event yeah sure so we, so it's it's truly not the whole point of the All Star Break is that you get All Stars to go and usually every, like this is Crosby's first time not faking an injury in like ten years or something.
1: <laughs> Ovi was there too, dude.
0: Yeah, and that never they they always make they always conveniently get hurt around the All Star Break and never go to this stupid thing. right. Team. So like the fact that they were there and actually playing tic tac toe, uh, you know, during the All Star Game was just ridiculous. Yeah. I so I just I don't know it, it it's. There's too many. Th- yeah, it's maybe it's because I, same reason I can't like professional wrestling, quote unquote, because like you got to you have to suspend your disbelief in order to like like this. Yeah, you know, um, because there are just truly better, and, and and also there are guys that shouldn't be there. You know what I mean? Brock Nelson should totally be there, bro. No, <laughs> no, he shouldn't. Chandler Stevenson, no, should come not. on, man, are you fucking kidding look? Me? I'm, I'm even willing to say that. Look i would gladly trade like chandler stevenson nor maddie bennears should be there because there are two guys that like was leon there leon dreisaitl okay so they got leon dreisaitl um but you know like there are better start there are teams with multiple good players that should be there yeah yeah like i i can't i don't know why i can't think of notable ones off top of my head that didn't go but there's there's plenty of them trust me yeah and I, and I, especially I how go- especially how goalies get slided for this kind. Of
1: thing. Well, and that's suck. Uh, that's the sucky part. Is like you only have four teams, right? So like, there's plenty of good goalies that didn't get to go. But yeah, no, so I, just, I agree.
0: I think it didn't seem like that. It didn't seem. It seems like the the try hard of this is really really ridiculous. It's, it's becoming more of a a sideshow joke at this point. It's not about actually like you know, having the hardest shot or something like, like then this year's like, wasn't it fucking Elias Pedersen? Yeah. Anything? It was
1: like 103 miles per hour or something. So yeah. It's slow. not,
0: it's like, <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not, it's, that's not, that's not impressive. Like that's not the hardest shot ever. So I do
1: have a, um, I do have a question for you on this. I remember the hardest shot being the only thing they were allowed to do. Like when Chara and fucking uh, McGinnis and these guys were doing it right. Like they were only, they were allowed to drag the blue line and then take a clapper. Yep. Right. Is, am I remembering that incorrectly? Because i I brought this. I think that sounds. I right. brought this up because I'm watching them basically skate from the fucking red line, haul what? ass in, and just take a clapper from the fucking hash marks in order to get right. the fastest shot. And I was like, "What the fuck, dude? Like, I could, I could that hit your, 80 Charles not in like, it anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are we doing? So yeah that one that one to me was a joke and i think the other one that is always a joke and definitely has been as much as i love trevor zegers like even last year's that everyone loved out of him is the fucking breakaway i think it's such a joke it's It's a sideshow turn it it off dude turn it off i I don't want to see that crap it's not worth my fucking time
0: um and then i don't i don't even want to talk about the game like the game like yeah dylan larkin got three goals woo but like it's it, it, no one plays defense. It's all. It's just a joke. It's. It's no. We're. We are not seeing elite level hockey. We're seeing like reaching sticks. We're seeing like beer league level effort. Yeah. And it's just. It, I don't understand why anybody would take any sort of enjoyment in in those games. Other, I. The only thing that I like from the All Star games is that you can usually bet the over and win. <laughs> the over
1: you can of usually 14.
0: count. Yeah, you can usually c- count on covering the over. I remember. I remember going down to McCall for a, a U of I Boise game where I had money on the uh, on on the All Star games oh, both overs and uh, I I made a decent amount. I'd
1: be curious to see what DraftKings had for the overs because there was only one game that was over twelve goals. Mm-hmm. So I'd be curious. It's usually, it's it's like historically,
0: 10, it's usually like eight or nine. Eight or nine. Damn. But I could be wrong. They 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 might have been like, oh, we're losing too much money during these stupid things. <laughs> um, I did mention earlier the 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 uh the mascot game i think is fun for kids yeah um and i even find some enjoyment in it because everybody who's playing is very aware that they're in a very soft costume and so they can run and in, run into each other um so that's kind of fun well I mean, but other the, than that, the
1: mascots play harder than the fucking players
0: yeah yeah, I mean, fucking oh yeah
1: destroy each other absolutely. if they can if they have an yeah. opportunity
0: absolutely it's a blast yeah. um speaking of getting destroyed uh probably the the biggest highlight uh hell of a game last night between the calgary flames and the new york rangers um huge brawls like high intensity great way to come back from the all-star break um and coming out in huge form uh jacob cherba showing that he's got a big body as much as
1: i hate this guy he he does play old school hockey like he's looking for body first on a lot of his hits yep um i still think he's a tool i think he he just dances that line of cheap as fuck and so well and no one's gonna care that he laid out kadri now right Khadri. and that's the thing is like i just yeah i mean i still don't like i don't like seeing him like dylan dubay dylan dubay being the one that fucking tries to throw him down for cadre is is hilarious to me but I just, guy's not a fighter but i i think, at the same time, like, you still see a lot of Truba's colors in the whole fucking highlight where yeah, he fucking laid Kadri out. Yeah, he had to, you know, kind of scuffle a little bit with Dube, like Dube was just kinda of there. But, you know, then you see Truba throw him down and is like shoving him and trying to get some extra punches in. Like, he's just a tool, dude. Like he's a douchebag. And I wish someone but but he's all but he's also a tool to the point where like he's also the guy that if that's a big dude coming at him, not fucking Dylan Dubey, there's a good chance that he's gonna back away, right? Like, that's just the kind of guy that Truba comes across to me. And that's to me, I, I yeah, I, I would love to see, I'd love to see Truba on the other side of that, right? Like, I like to see Kadri get fucking spacked. And, and we were talking about it, right? Like, Kadri cuts to the middle against Truba, who is playing back and lining him up for the hit because he's got two other Rangers that are back checking and it's a three, it's a one on three essentially. Right. Like he, the only thing he's looking for is that hit because he has backup. Right. So like Codri yeah. trying to cut to the middle is so stupid, but at the same time, you know, he deserved what he got, but yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I, I would say I would love to see Truba fight someone like Kane, but Kane got a shit rock tonight too. So
0: he did certainly, uh, you don't mess with the German Lindstrom.
1: I would watch Kane versus Truba to the death and just hope that both of them knock <laughs> each other out with one fucking punch. Could
0: probably uh, DraftKings could probably takes. I would
1: that. love to have some action on that fight.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. good shit. All right, I think that's about it. I don't. We're, we're, we wanted to. We're, we'll fight the urge to do some trade deadline pre-up talk. Um, as much as we want to sit here and speculate wildly uh we'll save that for a future episode so we don't it's very possible that we'll get some trades here in a week or two so um no reason to start speculating Uh, who knows by the time we're talking next week uh Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze could already be gone um it was reported that uh they've already they have been approached by the Blackhawks with teams that are interested in
1: yeah that'd be so nice to be a fly on the wall and know those fucking teams
0: Uh, apparently they they still aren't interested they they still are undecided and are gonna make a decision closer to the deadline yeah which i don't i just don't fucking understand how why what what is (laughs) you're not making the play are they hoping that they're just gonna go on a fucking heater the next three weeks and maybe have an outside shot of a bubble spot i
1: think they want to see if their kids are going to graduate in chicago from fucking elementary or something
0: (laughs) i just don't understand i don't understand like it if you want if you wanna just stay on the shitty team where you are regarded as a god, that's fine. Like everybody's going but no say one's it. going to be Yeah, say it. Just say it. Like, no, I'm you know what? I do not care if the Blackhawks are bad. I this is my team. I'm going to retire here. That's it. Say that and we can all stop talking about mm-hmm. this. So and, and no one would, no one would, I, I mean, I'm sure Blackhawks fans would be very upset. Blackhawks fans, it seems like at this point, they finally accepted the rebuild and want to embrace it, and them sticking around, paying them to be bums, essentially, is not going to help, but at the same time, shit, I, it just, I, I don't know, I don't know.
1: Maybe, maybe losing an OT to the sad little ducklings tonight will help them make that final decision
0: maybe hopefully Tyler Johnson
1: with an assist though what a beauty
0: Tyler Johnson Spokane boy shout out to him all right folks that's it for today's episode thank you again for listening new new listeners please subscribe please leave us a nice review please tell your friends about us follow us on Facebook and Twitter we try to stay active on those as much as possible once again shout out to John Miller and the hub and DraftKings and Raycon all of our sponsors, and once again, the Hockey Podcast Network for being a part of them. They are absolutely awesome, great folks. Check out the many, many hockey podcasts on the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, lots, lots of great, talented people on there, and uh, hoping to to work with them here very soon. Anything else, Wells?
1: Yeah, we do drink beer. So, new listeners, old listeners, right. uh, right. you know, you ever want to grab a beer and listen to our rants live? Uh, we don't have any money, but we will come drink your beer. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's very true. It's very true. We, uh, we only get we'll we'll be paid exclusively in beer. You don't want that's right. if you want us to uh, to you know speak at a high school graduation or something, you can just pay us in beer. Can you imagine?
1: <laughs> oh my fuck! If if you want one of us to speak at your child's high school graduation, you, we take beer. We take prepayment in beer. Before the graduation speech. So
0: just know that. Holy oh, shit. Oh shoot. All right. Just pull just pull a straight Daniel Tosh. Just go up there like you know, they wanna hear you guys wanna hear that you're gonna be doctors and lawyers. No, there's felons in here. <laughs> I I wouldn't even wear a shirt. Let me just let me just preface <laughs> this
1: with I would not be wearing a shirt after about ten beers and 20 minutes before I needed to give my speech. So you just have that to look forward to. You
0: guys see me? This is what you have to look forward to. Most of you will end up like me. This is
1: peak performance, people. This is what happens to you. You
0: might not like it, but this is peak performance. You might not like
1: it. Uh, Please don't.
0: No. (laughs) No, Well, unless you're Phil Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then eat all the cheeseburgers you want. All the cheeseburgers. All right. That's it, folks. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.